Let's begin to worship our Lord, our Father. Let's begin to praise Him and glorify Him. Let's adore Him for being, for being with us, for sticking with us, for bringing us here to give us another opportunity to be in His presence. Father, we thank You. Father, we glorify You because You are a good God, because You are a good Father to us, because You sustain us through trying times. Because you have been there from the beginning and you're with us now and we know you have gone ahead to set the path for us. We give you all the glory, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Let's be seated in our Father's presence. Good morning, church. I am Tanantu Gochuku. Please join me in appreciating our Papa and Mama in absentia for this amazing opportunity to bring God's word to his people. Is that, is that, come on, let's, let's appreciate them. Hallelujah. David's army. David's army. Also join me in appreciating our amazing generals at David's Army and the leaders of Preserve Generation for the amazing and fantastic work they do with us. Hallelujah. So I believe at this point, we already know the topic of this year's Children's Day service. Arise and shine. So on that note, I would love us to really anchor scripture together. Um, DJ, kindly put up Isaiah 60 from verses 1 to 3. The New King James Version, please. So daddies and mommies, uncles and aunties, please join me in reading our anchor scripture together. One, two, three, go. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and the kings to the brightness of your rising. Wow. So if you're excited about what God's word says about you this morning, come on, give the Lord a shout. So the way the scripture reads, there are a set of active and passive voices in the scripture. Now an active voice is one in which the subject is the one carrying out the action while a passive voice is one in which the action is happening to the subject. For example, in active, I'm throwing the mic, or in passive, the mic is being thrown at me. Now, you see, your light has come, and there are a couple of powerful truths hidden in the scripture, and I will share a couple of them with you. DJ, kindly put up the scripture again, but everything together, please. Okay. Kindly underline the sentences, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And his glory will be seen upon you. Thank you. So the way the first two sentences read is as though something has already happened and you're merely reacting to it. So you see your light has come. It didn't say going to come. It didn't say your light is stuck in traffic or your light is behind bars or at the borders held by customs. No, it said your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. So given that your only response is to arise. So, now, if you're, born, if you're born again, 
know your light has come. It is, it's not going to come. It's here. And the glory of God is risen upon you. So if you're in this house and you're born again, I want you to say this after me. My light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon me. Now let's say it like we mean it. My light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon me. And if you are here and you haven't given your life to Christ, ask him to come now and be your Lord and Savior. We would also pray with you during the course of the service. You see, the way the anchor scripture reads, it's as though our shining, or rather the shining is only as a result of the light and glory of the Lord being incident on us. But the truth is, the only reason that we can shine is because we are reflecting the light and glory of the Lord. Now, a natural phenomenon that can explain this occurrence is the moon shining on the earth. You see, we're taught in science that the moon, you know how science can be, it can change tomorrow. Because I'm sure some of us in the room were taught that we had nine planets in the solar system. Now we know we have eight. It was also common fact at a point in time that the earth was flat. Then they said the earth was round. Then they said it was spherical. I'm pretty sure it's not spherical anymore. But we're taught in science that the moon has no light of its own. That the moonlight you see at night is merely a reflection of the light rays from the sun. Now what this implies point point in time, the moon arises to stand in the pathway of the light from the sun so as to reflect that light on the earth. You see, this fact, this fact merely typifies what Isaiah was talking about in Isaiah 60. Because the problem is not the availability of the light or the availability of the glory of the Lord. The problem is in the first word, arise. So what does it mean to arise? We would explain that with the four S. Now, um, the easy translation of Isaiah 60 gives us our first definition of the word arise. DJ, kindly put up. Thank you. So I would love us to read the first two words together. One, two, three, go. Stand up. It's, it's just the two words. Thank you. So, stand up. Now, those two words kind of, um, you know, bring a past memory back to my mind. See, when I was a child, or rather when I was younger, because I'm still not an adult yet, when I was a child, my mom would come into my room and switch on all the bulbs. And if there's no light, she would hold the flashlight and just move it around my eyes. And I'm like, oh, mommy, mommy, mommy. But she's doing that to wake me up to get ready for school. Now, as much as I'm a child of light, as far as sleep is concerned, leave me in the darkness. Don't, don't bring any light near me, please. So she will do that and tell me to stand up, get ready for school. Now, you think she will stop there? No, no. She will earn the light. She will also go and open the curtains. I'm like, what's going on? So this, this basically shows how as much as our moms putting on the lights is an indication for us to get up and get ready for school, so is the light of Jesus shining on us, an indication for us to arise. It's an indication for us to stand up. You see, for God's word to say stand up, it means a lot of us are sleeping. It means a lot of us are too relaxed and comfortable. It means wake up. Get up. The Amplified Version says, arise from spiritual depression to a new life. You see, standing up is a decision you take to not be cool with the things that matter. 
to not be chill with the things that are important. It means to take your life responsibly. It means to not live your life to chance anymore. You see, the only way the moon will shine at night is if it arises to stand in the path of the light from the sun. Now, the light of the Lord is risen upon you. It's a given. And his glory is shining upon you. But if you keep sleeping on your prayer life, sleeping on your study of the word, sleeping on your giving, sleeping on your service in church, sleeping on you living a holy life, you cannot, cannot reflect that light. So tell the person sitting next to you, stand up. And turn to the next person, stand up. I'll at this point hand over to my fellow lieutenant who will wrap up the remainder of the four S. Good morning, church. So I'm Lieutenant Grace, and I'm going to be taking up from where my fellow lieutenant stopped. So now that we know that the word arise means to stand up, we're going to be looking at the next S. See, it is one thing for you to stand up, and it's another thing for you to stand out. Tell your neighbor, stand out. When we say stand out, we are asking, how much of the light of Jesus are you allowing to reflect to the world? See, when you have an electric bulb that is covered with thick layers of dust, when it is powered, it has light. But the light is not going to affect the environment that it is in because of those thick layers of dust. As the thick layers of dust are being cleaned off, the light eventually begins to impact the environment. Now, my questions are, what are you doing that is covering your shining? What relationships are you in that is dimming your light? Do you now enjoy what unbelievers enjoy? Do you talk the way they talk? Are you comfortable using curse words? Do you dress the way they dress? Does your slit have a slit? Is premarital sex or living together as a couple you're not married to, you're, as someone you're not married to, is it now comfortable with you? Is defrauding people as seen in Yahoo Yahoo now a smart business strategy? Or changing figures to make a quick buck, now the evidence of a sharp employee? These are questions we need to be asking ourselves concerning our light. When people are talking bad about the church, when people are talking bad about its leaders, when people are talking bad about PK, what do you do? Do you sit down there or do you stand out? DJ, please help me with 2 Corinthians 6, 14 and 17. NLT. Can we read this together, please? Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? 17. Therefore, go out from their midst and be separate from them, says the Lord, and touch no unclean thing. Then I will welcome you. So I really like the easy, I think that's also easy, but I want to read this one with me. You are not the same as those who do not believe, so don't join yourself to them. Good and evil do not belong together. Light and darkness cannot share the same room. Come away from those people. Separate yourself from them, says the Lord. Don't touch anything that is not clean and I will accept you. The Bible says light and darkness cannot stay in the same room. 
You cannot go to a gathering and be singing, if I broke now my business, and you come to church and say, the blessing of the Lord makes me rich. And I didn't know. You can't. We don't condone such nonsense. You cannot do that. You cannot be lukewarm about the way, about the kinds of words that come out from your mouth. Still using the moon analogy, we all know we have the quarter moon, the half moon, and the full moon. And they indicate how much of the moon's surface is, is, shows on the light for reflection to the earth. So when I say stand up, stand out, I'm saying, how much of the light of Jesus are you allowing the world to see? Please tell your neighbor, stand up and stand out. So the next S I'm going to be taking is step in. See, physics helps us understand why we can see certain objects. So light hits the object at a certain angle, which reflects to our eyes, which allows us to see the object. So if light should hit me at a particular angle, it will reflect to your eyes, which will allow you to see me. Which means everybody and every object has their own angle. Find your angle. When I say step in, I mean step into your angle, step into your purpose, step into your gifting, step into your calling. Some of us have stood up, stood out, but we are not doing what we have been created to do. The fishes inside the water, they are so beautiful. They do stunts and all, but when you put them on land, they are useless. They suffer. They struggle. The monkey's genius emerges in the trees. The bird's genius emerges in the skies. Everybody has where their genius emerges. Try and find yours. So I'm going to um, divert a little. So I used to be a very laid-back person. Like, I don't like stress that kind of thing. Like, don't disturb me. Don't take me out of my comfort zone. Like, I was one of the ambassadors of that saying, I cannot come and go and... Say it again. I cannot come and go and... We know ourselves and something. So, like, I, di- I really didn't like stress. So when I joined, I joined David Zami um, late 2017. And when I joined, I saw so many teenagers, they were on fire for God. They'll be praying, speaking in tongues. I didn't even know what speaking in tongues was. And I'll just be looking, Shelote, like, is it, is life that hard? Like, why are you feel so, like, you're fighting with God? And I was very intimidated. So I went, I had to talk to God about it. And, and then it was like, it was like, just, just step up and do it. That was last year. He told me, step up. And do it. So I went to meet one of my generals, and then she told me, do exactly as you've heard. And I was like, okay. So I was exploring my options. I went to choir. Not that I didn't have voice. I have voice. I had I have voice. But I went to choir, but I did not stay. So I went to dance. I danced. I left. I went to choir again. I'm not doing. So I went back to dance. But I'm still in dance department, though. So I was I was feeling very disturbed because I was just going up and down, left, right, center. I wasn't staying in one place. And then God told me, join media. And then I joined. And I felt something change. I could, I could feel the shifting in my body. Like, something, something was different. Everything was coming so naturally. Nobody had to teach me. I didn't have to go online or take online classes on so, how to, and do social media. Or, I did it so, so perfect. I, I could see it. Nobody needed to tell me that I was so perfect at what I was doing. Nobody. So, one faithful day, um, last two weeks, I recorded a video because I was tired of listening to one particular song. The song was playing over my head. And 
I recorded a video and then I posted it. A friend of mine helped me sing it because my voice is not as blessed as some people's own. So I recorded the video and then the video just, the video under three days, the video had one million views. And then I went from 600 followers to 22.4 thousand. God placed 22,000 people in my care. And no, people were asking me, how did you do it? How did you? I can only say, I can say with my full chest that it wasn't me. It was God. And it was for the fact that I stepped into my own angle. A lot of us are living mediocre lives because we are not doing what we have been created to do. It's either we don't know it or we know it and we are too afraid to step into it. There is a part of the darkness that God has created for only you to light up. And if you say, I want to go and stand in another person's darkness, guess what is going to happen? Guess what is going to happen? Your light is going to be dim. Nobody is going to see you because that is not your angle. It's only when you step into your angle that is when people are going to see you. The glory of the Lord is already shining over you, but it can only effectively reflect if you step in your angle, if you step in your purpose, if you step in your gifting, if you step in your calling. If you don't know what your angle is, pray to God about it. Talk to God. God is not deaf. He can hear you. Stop shouting at him like it. Like, talk to God. Serve people with the abilities you have. Serve God. So please tell your neighbors, stand up, stand out, and step in. So I'm quickly going to be taking the next S, which is stay there. So since the creation of the earth, the moon has remained in its place. It has not left, which is why it is very, very relevant. And because of it taking in a lot of sun, a lot of light from the sun, it is also receiving a lot of heat. I don't know who needs to hear this, but shining as the light of the world will not always be sweet. It will not always be pleasant. Sometimes you might decide to stand up for justice and you get sacked. You might decide not to collect the bribe and you lose the contract. You might say, I'm not giving into the sexual gratification and then they, you lose where your money is coming from. Yes, you are going to arise, but in the eyes of men, it looks like you're not shining, but to God, you are a star. Sometimes the light is so unbearable that you just want to jack but Let's just be going. Let's give this Nigeria. Nigeria is too hot. Who told you you're going to shine where you're going to? Who told you you're going to shine in that Canada you're going to? Did God tell you to go there? If God did not tell you to go there, please sit down. Stay where you are. You're going to shine where you are. You're going to prosper in every currency. If you stay where God has placed you to be, your light is needed in Nigeria. You cannot light up everywhere. Because of your friend is singing, doesn't mean you should go and sing. God did not send you to sing. Stop disturbing our ears. God did not send you to sing. Stay where God has placed you to be. So please tell yourself, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to stand out. I'm going to step in. And I'm going to stay there. So we're going to practice something real quick. When I say stand up, you stand up with confidence. When I say stand out, you take a step to the right. When I say step in, you take a step to the left. And when I say stay there, you sit back down. I'll repeat it. When I say stand up, you stand up. When I say step in, um, stand out, you take a step to the right. When I say step in, you take a step to the left. When I say stay there, you sit back down. Shall we try this, church? Stand up. Stand out. Step in. And now stay there. Have you been blessed this morning?
Hallelujah. Can you celebrate our lovely children? You cannot sit down and be doing that now. Hallelujah. Are you proud of these children? There's hope, Abby. Do you feel like there's hope? There's hope for this society, this country, and there's, there's hope for this ministry. It shows that uh, we have people that we can pass the baton to. Were you blessed by the ministration? Oh, I was blessed. I don't even wonder what I'm going to do. This is actually top up. Top up what? What are you topping up on this one? Hallelujah. Praise God. Can we also, we are the, we are the teachers, we are the reserve generation, Davis Army. Can, we, can you help me celebrate them? Can you, oh, my good Lord. My good Lord. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. The hours of work. The hours of work. Even me that have, see, I have three children. Me, their father. There are some things that my children bring to me. Okay, my children are here. I cannot say it here. It's all right, it's all right. But you're not understanding me. And this one, the hours of work and commitment, and you can see they are doing it with love. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, it's not, uh, you can see that. And some of them can be very A-N-N-O-Y-I-N-G. If you got it, you got it. I mean, you got it. If you, don't, if you didn't get it, forget about it. Hallelujah. Can we celebrate them one more time, please? Praise God. You can have your seat. I don't know if there's somebody here that, through, through what you have heard, the Holy Ghost has ministered to you and is nudging your heart that you should take one step, one, one step closer to him. I want to pray for somebody here. At this point, I want everybody to be quiet, everywhere quiet and still. I want to give somebody here an opportunity to know Jesus. Maybe you can say that this word that, this, that these people have shared is for me. And I want to take a step to, I want to step into it. For some of you, that's your own stepping in. That's your own stepping in. Finding Jesus. Do I have somebody here that you feel that the Holy Ghost is touched, has, has ministered to you and they want you to take a step closer towards him? Let me see your hand. I want you to raise that hand. So I can see who, I want, I want to pray with you this morning. You want to make Jesus the Lord of your life. That Jesus, I want a fresh start with you. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. I want to step into you. I want to step into you. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Praise God. You see, hearing this word and seeing all the things that happened here today, it just still tells me that we have a responsibility. Do you feel like that, parents? For those of our parents here, and even those of our non-parents, that we have a duty, we have a responsibility to indeed raise godly seed. Someone say godly seed. Ah, godly seed. Every opportunity you have as a parent, please try to make it a teaching moment. It's our opportunity to raise these children. We cannot leave. Yes, we have celebrated the, the teachers, you know, and not the rest of them. But we cannot, see, that work is not their work only. I hope you are aware. It's a partnership. It's a partnership between the parents and the teachers. In fact, it is your number one work first. 
number one workfare. Remember when God was going to go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? What did he do? He said, he said, how can I keep this thing? Did you help people to put it up? How can I keep this thing from my friend Abraham? He said, what? Seeing that he shall surely become a great and powerful nation. He said, for I know him that he shall teach his children, children, he shall teach his children to follow the will of the Lord, that the Lord may bring unto Abraham what he had promised. So Abraham's blessing was tied to how he, how, how much he, he led his, or how much he will lead his family in the way of God. So some of you, some of you, 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 you the next level for you, for, for you, um, Christian man, wherever you are, or Christian woman, is how you are raising your children. So you have the responsibility. Don't waste moments with them. Oh, don't waste moments. This morning, as I was coming to church, in my estate, you know, in the morning, you don't get transport. So I saw one, 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 one older woman walking because I knew that she was going to the estate gate. I was quite a distance. So I stopped and I picked up, you know. I come to church in the morning. I, I do that because I know that no trumpet in the morning, so I pick people. So, but today I picked up, picked up the woman and she entered, you know, she was really grateful and I dropped her off and it just dropped, you know, as I, as I dropped her off, you know, where she was going to, I just realized that this is a teaching moment for my son, for just me and my son. And I asked him, do you know why I picked that woman? And he said, no. I said, I picked her up because it's good for us to show kindness to people. Even people that you don't know. Hallelujah. It was a teaching moment for me. I didn't want to lose it. It's good for us to show kindness. People just say, yeah, that let me tell you what happened yesterday. Yesterday at the football pitch, when I was having my snacks, some people asked me, didn't have. So I gave them, instead of giving them one biscuit, I gave them two biscuits. I said, yeah, that's good. Hallelujah. So don't miss teaching moments. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the children are our responsibility. You don't put the job on the teachers. Have you, have you seen where parents will call the teachers and be shouting? That how come my child is saying? You don't know from, you don't know that happened? Hey, I heard that, I heard this. And you are, you, but I don't know what you are teaching them. What are you teaching them, the parents? What are you teaching the parents? Some things that some children say out, you know that they are hearing from somewhere. So we have a responsibility, we have a duty. And God will help us in the name of Jesus. Oh, God will help, God, God, God will help you to rise and take your place. Oh, to pray over your children. That men, you need to pray over your children. Oh, you need to pray. I mean like, pray. You go when they are sleeping at night, and you begin, when they are sleeping, you are declaring over them. Man, you got to pray. Because this word is not joking. Hallelujah. When they are leaving the house in the morning, you release words over them. When they are not there, you are confessing and you are speaking words, heavy words over them. That's your job. You need to pray. Because this word, the way, oh my goodness, my wife showed me something. I, I couldn't put it up. There's one book. I, I, I cannot call the name of the book. Sorry, Tabby. People, sorry, Tabby. Jesus is Lord. So, and I wonder, Satan is not joking, though. The kind of materials, media materials, that YouTube that you are, that your children are, guys, what you constantly be at watch, you know? Because even the cartoons, they will slip something inside. They will just drop one thing inside. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I know you love your children, but be careful what you also buy for them. Eh? I know you love, but be careful. Be careful where you want to send them to. I want my children to go abroad to go out. Be very good. But you have to be very careful that you have, you have the control to ensure that they, they still come back to you with their head. Hallelujah. 
I know you want, I know you like them, you want them to be entertained. You buy a tab and give them. I hope you have control around those, even those children's tab. Hallelujah. So we have a responsibility. Did you put out that scripture for me? Eh? I thought you put it up for me. Let me read that as I close. My time is up. He said, Then the Lord said to Abraham, Shall I have from Lord said, Shall I have from Abraham what I'm about to do? Abraham will surely be called, my God, a great and powerful nation. And all nations on the earth will be blessed through him. For I have chosen him so that he will direct, can you see this? He will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just. Direct his children and his household after him by doing what is right. So we have a duty. We need to, your children will see what they see you do they will do. Hallelujah. Oh. By doing what is right and just. So that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised, promised him. Let me ask you, parents, what are you doing around those children? What are you watching around the children? Hey, what are you saying around the children? I was, I was driving and I saw one woman right in front of me. I think Okada or, or one other person. Just, no, no, this is Lagos now. People drive anyhow. You know, everywhere in Lagos, you know, when you are driving in Lagos, you have to realize that the person that, that, that side, you know, to get sense like that. You know, right? So you have to, you have to be driving for that person too. So someone just drove, and guess what I saw? It broke my heart. I saw a little boy in the car, and the boy brought, the boy took out his hand like this, and abusing the other man that was in that car. And the mother, I did, not, I did not see slap that came from the mother. And my heart broke that day. I almost went to go and pass, you know, in my, almost went to go and pass, See your son. Before the man, before the two of them will join their hand and give me. So it's what that child has seen. Ah, what do you tell the man in your house? What are you? How are you treating the maids? Eh, how easy? This life is not foul. You are treating. You are showing them wickedness is normal. So they go out. They cannot show kindness. And if you, if you raise up a child not to show kindness, they will not attract kindness around them. So they'll go out and life will be hard for them because we have not, we have not steeped them in kindness. So, it's not, so what are you, how, how are you behaving? What are you doing? How are you treating people? It's what they are seeing. So beyond what you are telling them, I know, you want, I know yes, you know, you, know you, want, I'm sure you want to teach them. Oh, let's teach them. No, the, the number one message you can give them it's the life that you are living. Hope you are aware. It's the thing that how you are living. That's the first thing first. That's what they see and that's what they learn. Let us let us let us let us raise up. Let us have let us have a Christianity to hand over to our children. Wouldn't you like that, Abby? Wouldn't you want that? We were able to pass on Christianity to the next generation. I can never stop saying this story. When I went to when I went to the church in to one of these old churches. In the UK, and I entered, you see the state of the church. Only old people go there. Have you, have you, for those travel, only old people. You don't see young people. You don't see youths. Maybe if you see youth, maybe one or two. Maybe one out of the whole church, maybe one or two youths. You don't see, you don't see those. That means if the generation goes, that church closed shop. That's the end. Hallelujah. But we have a preserved generation. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, let's do all 
let's do all that we can. And for those of you who are not even who are not yet married, eh? please shine your eye well. Please, please marry a born again. I know it's seems I, I, you know you don't understand. Marry, say to tell your neighbor, marry born again. I don't mean percentage born again. I asked one young lady, this guy, is he born again? You want to marry? Uh, 60%. You are not a percent a born again meet. You have a meter in your pocket that you put on the guy, you check. Please marry that one. You just marry a born again Christian. Yeah, say by their fruit, you shall know them. It's not by what they are telling you. you can, I can be, I've not heard people speak, uh, speak Christian. You know what they call Christian? Oh, bless you. I was so good. It was great. They are speaking Christian. You are confused. The Lord is good. Oh, God is faithful. Yeah, God is good. We know He's faithful. They are just confusing you by their Christianese. Look at their life. Look at their works. <laughs> My friend wanted to marry one guy. The guy came from America. They went to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this pharmacy in Pesta, Pitu Road. Oh, that popular farmer, farmer care. Are you, you know, care? Yes, farmer care. When the guy displayed to the sales girl, she saw the spirit of anger personified. Well, she, my goodness, she, she was quiet. We're looking at the guy. When the guy displayed, she couldn't believe it. And she still married the guy. The Lord will help. So tomorrow now, you'll now come and be, you'll now be seen challenge and problem. Alright? So single ladies and single men, please open your eye well, okay? Not only the women, also the men. So women don't have, they don't have any authority on this. It's not only men, I hope you know. But women, nobody can talk, nobody can talk to them. Nobody, not, I don't mean, to, I don't know, focus on men, Adi, but some women, nobody can talk to them. I've seen some cases like that. Nobody. They run, when they run wild, they go wild. Nobody can call them to order. The Lord will help us all in the name of Jesus. Yes, 